The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Um, all right, question. I'm struggling with running random errands to check on new team members. All right, we'll talk about that. I have so many new team members, I don't have enough season cleaners to show them the ropes at a few of our large locations. A little bit what I think Tim and Beth were talking about. It's really been wearing on me because I don't have the ability to continue doing that. What can I do to get situated and prevent it from happening again? Really good question. So let's start with the end goal in mind. First of all, do you have a customer happiness manager? She starts this week. Okay. So she would be doing the vast majority of all of this. Okay. She's going to be the one checking on customers and checking to make sure everyone's doing a good job and all the checks that they're, all the checks that your cleaners are paid to do and turn in those. So say Misa cleans something, he, he and his, he and Claire, who's the original team are going to do, put in their checklist. And then Adon and Ruthie are going to check that work. They're going to turn in their checklist. And then the customer happiness manager checks both of those. And when there's a discrepancy, when they're all the same, we don't have to go to those. She certainly could, but she doesn't have to. But when there's a discrepancy, she's going to physically go visit that place or kind of check in. So that's the system that she's going to use. Okay. Um, so there's really two questions. One is how do I get out of it? That's an easy one. Hire a customer happiness manager, like done and done on Monday. The second question is how do I make sure she's not overwhelmed? Because it should not be. How many clients do you have? Um, About 30. 30. Okay. A little more than 30. Okay. But it's mainly two locations that not that we're like ignoring the other locations, but those are the two that we have people at daily. So it's like a lot of a lot of team members going through and a lot more moving parts, if that makes sense. It does, but so like we always talk about or like we've talked about before, you want to have a standard. So I just kind of make it up. You can tweak it, but for me. And I always make it up every time, but it's probably almost the same. Anything four days a week or more, so four, five, six, or seven, I would go minimum probably have checked once a week, maybe five days or more once a week. Okay. Three or four, I might have twice a month. Um, one or two, two, I'd have you know, once a, one, one month, once a month, I probably would only do, I don't even know if I'd take, and if I did, I might check them quarterly. Um, two or three times a week, probably monthly monthly if everything's good and maybe every other week if I get any complaint every other week for a couple of times until I feel good. Okay. And, um, same thing. I'd probably go with five or more times a week. I'd probably go weekly if there's any complaints or any concerns or anything. And then every other week if everything's straight level flight. So what I'm hearing you say is you're just randomly checking on stuff because you're a nervous mother hen. I would replace that with a system of they all get checked on the schedule and they're, okay. you know, I, I'd kick it up a, a notch. So, right. Like everyone gets an extra check when anything goes wrong. There's a new team that I don't trust. Great. The ones that get tested weekly get tested every, you know, twice a week. The ones that get every other week get tested. Week. I just move them up, you know, so that would be it twice a week, weekly, every other week, monthly, quarterly. And anyone that has a problem or I'm worried about, it, I just move it up one, but okay. That's really it. And then you could add the other layer would be your customer happiness manager. Same thing would have a communication schedule with all of those, which would be like, you know, the, which would probably be similar. Like the monthly clients, I'm probably going to call literally once or twice a year, the two to three times a week, or sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I said monthly, but I meant weekly. Okay. 
weekly would be the least I would take. And the weekly I'd call very little, two to three times a week, maybe I call quarterly, uh, four to five times a week, maybe I call monthly, anything over five grand or what, whatever number you pick, I might check it with weekly. So okay. kind of got two ends of the checks, the back end, which is the checks, the check of the checks, <laughs> you know, the, doing the work that should have their own checklist for every client, another team coming in, checking that work. And then the customer happiness manager, which is you until you hire one, checking both those checks and physically having to go out two or three times a month, not <laughs> you know, a month. Right. Discrepancy. That would be the back end. And then the front end would just be calling and asking for feedback. So once you have that system in place for 30 accounts, if you do the math of like, well, how many are on each schedule, you'll find it's like two and a half hours a week. It's like very little time. Okay. Sounds good. Cool. So it's, just, it's probably just lack of organization. This is a great opportunity for you yeah. to start her right and don't do the things that's frustrating you because okay. that'll pay someone two grand a month to do that. But if you have the system in place and it literally takes them, you know, one to three hours a week, that's a $500 week, an hour a month job. Okay. Cool. So, Does that give you enough confidence? Like, okay, I can actually get control over this. Yeah, I think so. I do. I feel like maybe once I have her started, um, I'll probably have more questions um, or I'll just be happy because somebody's. No, we want, that's the thing. I, I want you to make sure you're doing it right. Cause what I, what I hear, I'm a little concerned, not wildly yeah. concerned, but a little concerned is it's a bit of a mess with you handling it. Yeah. You're going to try and dump that mess on the new chick, which is not, that rarely works well. Sometimes right. you get a great new chick who just figures it out, but rarely. What you really want is a pretty well-oiled machine that you just turn over and then anyone can take it. Okay. So I would just be straight with her and go, I've been doing this super lackadaisical without any systems or support and I'm exhausted. And that's the last thing I want to do for you. So we are going to be very clear on your, and you can even have the scheduler support her if you want on here's who gets called and checked and whatever on all the times. Like, so that, that could be the customer happiness manager could do it or the scheduler could do it, but there should be a very clear standard of did this account get checked this week? Did what was the check of the check? And then she could kind of give you a report of here's the accounts that got checked this week. Here's the initial one. Here's the other one. I chose to go see it or not. And just like a quick little summary. And now in 20 minutes a week meeting with her, you're on top of everything. And maybe okay. she, everything's great. This one client's a little pissed. Would you call them? Or they might be getting pissed. I don't want you to call them when they're furious. And you, might, you know what I'm saying? So your whole thing might be zero to, well, 20 minutes a week of just meeting with that one person. Yeah. Okay. Hey, amazing people. You may have noticed we don't sell a dadgum thing on this podcast. We don't allow ads. The only ask I can ever have of you guys is if you dig the show, for you to spread the word and share so we can change as many lives as possible. Literally, it'll take you five seconds to give us a great review, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate you as a listener and value the gift of your kind words. Now, back to the show. So don't turn it over. Don't give her the chaos because it's... Help her get it fixed together. Just tell her, I've been doing a shitty job. You deserve better. We're going to get this thing worked out. And the cool thing is that can go when you're selling. You're like, here's exactly your your four-day week account. Here's when we contact you. Here's when we show up. Obviously, if you feel you need more or less, we're not going to be here. If you're like, don't come. We don't want, don't call me. We're bored, you know. Um, but here's a standard. And most of the time they're going to go, oh my God. First, they're going to go, well, no one's ever done that for me. Like they didn't have a plan. Second, they didn't articulate it. They did have a plan. And third, yeah, that's great. I love that. And then if there's any problem, you can refer back to the plan and go, oh, sorry, we just missed our thing. And that's really what they want to know when there's a complaint, not like, I'm so furious, you got to fix everything. They're like, I want to know you're on it. And if you yeah. tell them what the plan is going to be and then you execute the plan, 
one of two things is going to happen if there's a problem. You didn't execute the plan and you got, God, we made a mistake. We're not perfect, but here's a plan. We're going to get back to it. And they feel confident because you're not just like, shit, we'll do better. I'm like, I don't know what that means. You're like, we have a plan. We deviated from the plan. We don't do that very often. We're going to be back and use something to make them nice. And they're confident. Or you didn't deviate from the plan and just some weird thing happened. And they're like, oh, that's no big deal. They've got a plan. This is a one in a hundred. And they're, you know what I'm saying? It just makes it so much yeah. easier for everybody happy. So I would work much more on creating the plan, communicating the plan to the customer happiness manager, the new clients. And when it just, it, it'll take a bit to get it up to work, up to speed, yeah. like 20 hours of headache to get it all set up. So all the clients know the customer happiness manager knows you've got your system all cranked out, but then super easy. If you ever have to take back the job, it only takes you an hour or two a week. Right. And when you have to sell it out again, super easy. Cause you're like, Oh, I can do this in my sleep. It's such an easy job. Yeah. And I think that's, where I'm at like right now is like um, making a spreadsheet that they can, that'll say that schedule, like, cause this client is twice a week. This client is once a week, this client's, you know, all day, every day um, to kind of give her that map. So she can literally just go in and put like, I spoke to them. This was their feedback. This is the action required, like that kind of a thing. Um, it's just something that I haven't done myself. Like I, I know how it should be done. I just haven't done it myself. If that kind of makes sense. Girlfriend, you could do that in 10 minutes. So I'd literally right. copy and paste the um, customer profitability spreadsheet because you already have them all lined out and then oh, there's columns yeah. across the top. And I would just delete the columns across the top and I'd put frequency, you know, um, frequency to be checked normal, frequency to be checked problem or, you know, prepared or something. Yeah last positive review, date of last positive review, date of last negative review. Okay. And date started. So you kind of know what the churn rate is of everybody. Okay. And when they quit, you copy that spreadsheet and paste it to the lost client spreadsheet. And you the only thing you change is you add um, date quit. And then you'd also have a length stayed. So you'd have the date started, date quit, and then how many months they stayed. Okay. And for the negative and positive reviews, I wouldn't just put last. I would put it, just have a date of each one, like going oldest to newest. So okay. I have a, a, a record of every date that they made a positive or negative comment. Okay. You don't have a comment in there. That's it. You could literally do that in five minutes. Okay. Sounds good. Cool. Like you feeling a little better? Like, okay, I can do this? Yeah, I think so. I, I think so. Yeah. Cool. And I want to encourage all the rest of you guys. The reason I was able to give her such good coaching is she had a very good question. So we've been working on this for feels like two or three weeks where she's like, I feel a little overwhelmed. I'm like, I don't know what that means. Be specific. And she broke it down into some other things. I think we got off your plate and handled pretty well. And then it's just getting smaller and smaller and she's solving it once and for all. So she's not going to have to go back and solve those other things again. So I think we started this two, 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 three weeks ago, we got it broken down. And one of the things you recognize is I need a customer happiness manager. And now that person's starting Monday, whereas two or three weeks ago, you were way off. So right. are you feeling, so A, for you guys come with a very specific question, like just, I'm working too much. How do I stop? I'm like, I don't know. What are you doing? Right? <laughs> if you come to me and go, here are the things I'm doing. Here's how long it takes. And here's how I feel about them. I'm either good or bad at it. I like it or don't like it. Then we can get very specific. Um, are you feeling like you're knocking stuff off? Not just for now, Danny, but once and for all, like I now have a system and this is handled going forward. Yeah, I think so. And like, I, I still feel like the most important part of it is that if she doesn't work out that you literally just like give that system to the next person. Um, Cause that's what I need is to not have to like 
retrain someone every time there's like a, you know, so. And your scheduler, even if they're not local, can mm-hmm. be cross-trained for a lot of that. So yeah. she's not going to go on site and she's not going to run your weekly meetings, not run, but I would have the customer happiness manager kind of be an integral part, if not run the weekly meetings, because a lot of the weekly meetings just be core values, which is what she can do or he can do. And encouragement on, hey, we got some good feedback. And if there's any negative feedback, hey, here's something we need to work on. So okay. obviously the scheduler isn't going to be able to do that if they're not local and they're not going to be able to physically go on site if they're not local, but all the other stuff, the calling they can do. Yeah. And my scheduler is local and she keeps telling me like, I can do more stuff. Like if you need more stuff done, I can do anything that you need, but I'm trying to make sure that it's like split up so that it's not just like one yeah. lady doing everything. Thousand percent. So you're thin slicing, but cross training. So yes. definitely teach her how to do that. Teach her how to do, I, I might even teach her how to do sales calls and should okay. we have an untrained person doing it? No, but if you go out of town for a week, <laughs> right? what the hell, why not? Right. Yes. And for because you're commercial, when I say sales calls, I mean, measuring the building and I would still okay. do the, as long as you're okay with it. Well, actually probably for anything under, you get to pick your number, but thousand bucks a month, 1500. Yeah. I'd have to do the whole goddamn thing. <laughs> like I'm okay. not yeah. So here's a question for you. If they, if like a $30,000 contract came up and I was completely no way I could possibly go, would, would you? So that's what I'm saying. So there's two levels. One is, I'm just going to say 1500 bucks a month for any of you guys on, this is commercial, residential is different. Any of you commercial people, you pick that number for you. Like I don't need to handle any of these little jobs because I don't want to. Call a thousand bucks a month, just eat. So anything under a thousand. And obviously the 15 minute call that you can have someone else do is going to get an idea of if it's over or under a thousand, right? So you're like, if they would either send it to the little sales guy or the customer happiness manager or your accountant who would be terrible or your um, anyone, you know, whoever's going to, even a cleaner, they can do the little jobs. And then anything over a thousand, I'm going to do, and again, you get to pick that number, a thousand, two thousand, whatever is substantial enough for you to merit your time. Um, I still don't mind someone else going doing the measurements and me doing the hard part, the the adult conversation part. Uh, and the cool thing with that is if I'm in town, I can go down there and it kind of sets you up nicely. Like when you go to the doctor, he doesn't weigh you and get your blood pressure. Like a nurse does that. And then once you see the doctor, it's on. So the positioning of, I don't do any of the measuring. I'm here to have a real conversation about what's going on here, what your pain is. And I'm here, I'm the professional here to help you solve that. It's great position. Even better when you're out of town, you can still do that call over Zoom. That's true. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. So that's how I would do it. I would do nothing under a thousand dollars because I'm lazy um, or keep moving that number down till small enough. You're like, okay, I don't need to do those. Um, and then over, I'm not going to do, I'm just going to do the zoom call, which I can do for anywhere in the world. Okay. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me. But like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me in the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now, 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.